I like armpits, I like knees, it's a horrible sexual disease. I'm attracted to armpits and knees. This is a comedy podcast, a comedy podcast, a comedy. How? Live from the car, parked in my driveway. It's the moment you might not have been waiting for, but it is in fact a moment. It's the comedy podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond. Stand-up comedian, battle rapper, entertainer, new dad. Uh, not that new now. Kids, uh, 13 months? No, 15 months? Jesus Christ, it's crazy. 15 months old. It's nuts. Anyway, whatever. Uh, it's it's awesome. Uh, point of this whole podcast, if you didn't know, is that I go over old comedy pads. Being a stand-up comedian, I got tons of them. I read off these old jokes, and I try to bring some spice into them. Spice up the joke pads uh, with some hilarity, you know? And uh, just for something... For fun, it's fun for me to do, and I hope I can bring a laugh to anyone's listening ears because I do believe laughter is the medicine. If you're feeling shitty, laugh, and you're gonna feel better, guarantee. It's a, it's like vitamin C. Take it; it's gonna be good for your immune system. You know, laughter probably good for your immune system too. Hasn't been any studies, but we'll do them. We'll figure them all out. But uh, as always, the show is brought to you by um, copious amounts of Mary J. Juana. Now the stuff here got it from Savon Greens online. It's a great mail order dispensary i got some mr nice guy here uh it's nice it's like a combo of hash plant and g13 fucking should be really nice not a super high quantity of thc but it's a it's enough zest for my chest if you know what i mean it was funny before uh, my girlfriend before i got um into this podcasting she was uh watching some kardashians and the first thing i saw when i looked at the kardashians is like oh yuck Right? Like, their foreheads were gross. Like, just, like, fuck, huge foreheads. I didn't understand why they were attractive. How did they become a fucking thing? Just huge foreheads? All the dudes are like, yeah, I love foreheads and fake eyelashes and fake asses. Everything fake. I like everything fake. You know? That's what's really attractive. It's just a female with no actual female body parts. Just all plastic injected into them. Fuck that. God, I, it wasn't even like I have a problem with them. Like, not, I don't think all too much about the Kardashians, but I just saw them, and my first my first reaction was a visceral a visceral reaction was just yuck, ugh, ugh. Why? What are they doing? Ugh, like four. Like I was scared of their foreheads. If there was three Kardashians surrounding me, I'd be terrified. You know, forehead here, forehead there, just fucking three foreheads coming at you from all angles. You don't know. It'd be like ostriches at the fucking goddamn. Uh, African lion safari surrounding you, you know, pecking at you for food. I don't know. I'm sure they're nice people. My girlfriend's like, they're great. They do a lot of good stuff. I'm, like, I'm sure they do. They probably, they're probably fine. They're probably fine. It's not even like I'm jealous of, I, it's not, I can't help it. I just don't like plastic surgery. I'm not a big fan of altering your body with fucking plastic. I mean, like plastic outside of bodies, right? Like I, I see plastic on the ground, I get upset. I see plastic in the ocean, I get upset. I see plastic inside someone's forehead and cheeks. I'm just like, just equally as upset. I'm like, ah, oh, more plastic. Fuck, like why? Why did we have this, you know? Anyway, let's get some zest in our chest, folks. Mary Zest, man. All right, let's get to the first joke today on the comedy podcast. Got my coffee. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> I used to get spanked. I used to, and I still do. <laughs> I 
My mom came over today. Let me have it. No, I'm just joking. Um, I used to get spanked until about seven or eight. No. Younger than that, before I moved to Montreal, I was about... I moved away from Montreal. I was probably about five or six. And, uh, and my parents, and my parents, they always remember, they say, we decided to stop spanking you. I'm like, no, they didn't. I found a loophole. I found the loophole to avoid getting spanked. Here's for any, uh, anyone out there. If you didn't know this, I'm going to share it with you. All right. So me and my brother, we both got in trouble. Uh, I think what happened was we were picking dandelions for a penny. If I bring go back that far, we were picking then dandelions for a penny. Uh, that was my first job. We were weeding the garden and we had to get the full root. We wanted the full penny and we ran out of dandelions in our yard. No more dandelions. So I had already been sneaking down the laneway and grabbing dandelions and no one was looking and coming back with them. And, you know, so I could stash up my money and, uh, my bro, I think we both went out and did it or something like that. And, or my, I told my bro, then he told my mom that we both got in trouble. Like what the, so I hear my, them spank my brother first. Right? They're in the other room, and he's just like, he's crying, right? And I realized right then, I was like, wait a second. If I don't cry, then they don't win, right? The whole point is they want a reaction. They want to see some kind of reaction from spanking to know that they're getting to us, know that they're teaching us a lesson. And I get it, all right? I shouldn't have done what I did. I knew I shouldn't have as I was doing it, but I wanted the money, right? Because I was just recently introduced to the, to the variety store, and ketchup chips, and fucking snacks. And I was like, God damn, I got to get my hands on more of those snacks, right? I love those little wax. They had these wax candies. You could bite the top off, drink the liquid out of them. Probably just pure poison, whatever. I love them. It was awesome. And I wanted more of them. Sugar. It was great. It was addicting. And I, I pulled a scam. And, you know, so either way, my bro, he's getting spanked. And so I realized I can't, I can't, uh, I can't cry. I won't cry. So it becomes my turn to get spanked. And my, and my mom used to spank us uh, uh, with their hand to start off, right? And as she's spanking me, I was just like, ha ha ha, I started laughing. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, ha, this is funny. Like, you're spanking me. I'm like, this is like, you're, this is weird. Why are you spanking me? And she's like, well, why are you laughing? I'm like, it's just, it's funny. She came back with a wooden spatula, right? Started spanking me, spanking me more. I'm like, ha ha ha, I'm just like laughing, laughing, laughing. Finally, she spanks me so hard, breaks the wooden spatula. I'm like, ha ha. I'm like, I win, mom. I broke the tool of destruction. I broke the spanking tool. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? You know? And uh, she came back with a metal spatula and spanked me again and fucking. It was pretty bad. And eventually I was like, ah, no, not the metal one. I think I did cave and break. But after that, it was just like too much. I did, like, We never got spanked again. Broke the system. Broke the spanking system, you know? And spanking is kind of weird. Like, I don't hold it against my parents. It's kind of a thing everyone did at the time. I was just happy they didn't beat the shit out of us, right? I was always like complaining to my friends. I was like, oh, yeah, my parents used to spank me. My one buddy's like, yeah, my parents used to lock me outside of the on the patio when I, uh, when I bothered them or when they wanted to have sex. And they just put me on the patio and... I'd wait there, and then if I made noise, my dad would come out and just let me have it. Like, wow! I'm like, was this the 1950s? Did you did you time travel? There was like people my age too, right? They got beat bad, you know. They like, how did that happen? Did they just time travel back to the fucking 50s to get raised? Yeah, I didn't. I don't. You know, it's too easy right now. I'm gonna go back a couple generations, and parents could just unload on their kids. You know, bad day at work. Uh, goddamn, John took the last jelly donut at work. That bastard. It's like, hey, dad, how's it going? Boom! Fucking just. Jelly donuts. Ah, right? It's fucking horrible, right? It's horrible. You should never hit a kid. Unless it's like one of those children of the corn and they're like attacking you. You know, you're out walking through a cornfield for some reason. Maybe you planted weed there. If you want to check on your crop, all of a sudden you hear da da dee da doo da doo da da dee da doo da doo. Kid comes out of nowhere with a fucking sickle. You know, one of those curved, sharp gardening tools from for farm fields. Yeah, you 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 hit that kid. 
punt him. Punt that kid right in the rib cage, right? If he's coming at you, I don't give a fuck. I will not hold back against a, a kid in that situation. Generally, I'm a non-kid hitter, but Children of the Corn were fucking creepy, man. Or Chucky, like you see a doll just rolling about, trying to talk to you or something, just step on it, you know? Don't hold back. That's some wise, sage advice coming from Uncle Jim Bob to you guys. You know, if you ever see a weird kind of thing out there, kick it, you know? Anyway, no, actually, I once saw a, a, a 10-year-old girl uh, get spanked at, in public. And... Uh, I'll tell you the story about that. Oh, no, it wasn't a girl. It was just a 10-year-old kid. His name was Ryan. Ryan. I remember his, I know his last name, too. I'm not going to say it. I was. I went to Waverly Drive School. Anyway, the story of this kid. I saw him get spanked in public. That was fucking funny because I never got spanked in public. My parents would wait till we got home. Privacy of our home, own home, they'd spank me, right? I get that. You know, that's a fair fair thing to do as a parent. If you're going to punish your kid, do it at home. Don't do it out in public. Can't stand seeing parents fucking beat their kids in public. It's the worst thing. Because I think beating a kid is horrible. It doesn't teach them anything except that you're stronger than them, right? And, like, they're just going to wait till they're 16, work out, and then beat the crap out of you. It's going to happen, right? Don't do it. You know, so, uh, doesn't teach them. It doesn't teach them, you know? Just, oh, yeah, and especially, in, now I have to see it, too. That's the worst. I see it, and now I'm involved. Like, do I ch- call children's aid? Do I step in on the kid's behalf? Is the kid being a brat? Do I step in on the dad's behalf? And it's like, you know, here, let me hold your drink. Your kid's being kind of a dick. You know, like, no, like, what do you do? What do you do in those situations? You know, it's uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And uh, anyway, so this story, I'm in w- Waverly Drive School. It's like Friday. And this kid, Ryan, was like, so, James, what are you doing on the weekend? I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to Christmas tree uh, picking with my family. It's going to be a fun time or something like that. He's like, oh, really? So you heard you're going skeet shooting with your dad. I'm like, skeet shooting? I'm like, what does that mean? And then, like, I turned to this guy, my buddy Jeff. He's like, like, means jerk off. I'm like, what? He's like, means, like, touch your dicks back to back, like, yank your dicks. I was in, like, grade five. I'm like, what the hell? He's just like, yeah, it means you're going to jerk off with your dad. I'm like, what? And I, he's already running. This kid's already got a head start. Because as soon as they started explaining it to me, he knew I was going to snap. I was a spazzy kid, just a snapper. Fucking red snapper. Ah! Fucking throwing desks and chairs and kids piss me off and shit. So... I start chasing after this guy, and I break out of the schoolyard. I break out of the school doors, and I see him. He's running towards the parking lot, and there's this car. And I guess he's running towards, right towards this car. And there's this, uh, I remember this distinctively. There was a bike rack that people parked their bikes at. Obviously, it's a fucking bike rack. And he runs around it, and I run, and I just jump over it, hurdle it. That's what gave me the upper hand, and I just got, like, three steps on him. Boom. I Instead of tackling him, because he was so close to the car, I knew if I tackled him, he'd smash it hard. I just grab him. And I pull him back, and then he tries to move forward, and then I, I do a little, like, back pull, and then forward launch. So just like, boom, 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 and I launch him into the car. And he goes flying into the windshield, smashes his head, cracks the windshield. We're like, oh, his fucking grandma comes out. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, oh, my God. She's like, what the hell, kid? I'm like, he said I was going to go sperm shooting with my dad or skeet shooting. He said I was going to drink off my dad. He's like, Ryan, you fucking piece of shit. He grabs the kid. like, look what you did. Doesn't even ask him if he's okay. Just started spanking him, hitting him, slapping him. It was more like punching him in the ass. He was just spank, unleashing on him. Every, like, teachers were coming out looking like, ooh, like, this is pretty ugly, right? I was like, are you okay, Ryan? Is your head okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, sorry about that. You know, he's like, yeah, it's okay, you know. And it was fucked, right? I felt bad after seeing that because I'm like, his parents didn't even, or his grandma, who's generally supposed to be nicer than the parents, right? In most situations. You know, if you're being raised by a grandma, she's going to be a bit more kindly tender-hearted. Do you want a humbug candy? Would you like a sandwich? Would you want something to eat? You know, a nice old lady. But no, she was did not even see if his head was okay. And it broke the windshield. Windshields are tough. 
You know, they're a hard glass. And this kid's head fucking, I threw it. I wasn't, I mean, I was the same age as him. Was, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't like an adult going to the elementary school, like delivering pizza for pizza day and the kid talks shit to me. <laughs> I just beat the crap out of him. Like, that'd be funny. You know, what would you do out there? Anyone listening? You're a pizza delivery guy. You show up at elementary school for pizza day to drop off the pizzas he delivered. Group of kids, you know, some smart ass starts talking shit to you. What do you do? What do you do? You teach him a lesson, and you find the biggest kid in grade six, pay him some money, a couple slices of pizza, get him to go after you, you know? Actually, this is kind of funny. I remember, this is kind of funny. That could be the name of the podcast, eh? This is kind of funny with James Hammond. <laughs> you know I'm addicted to coffee. I got, like, three coffee cups in here. You don't know which one's which. Like, take take your chances. You start sipping one. That's the warm one. That's good. Oh, yeah. So this is funny. Me and my brother, we're playing um, tennis at St. George's Park. And, uh, no, Exhibition Park in Guelph, Ontario. Check it out. Good tennis spot. Any tennis fans, go out there. And it's actually, me and my bro were actually minorities in this situation because we're the only uh, white 30-year-old straight males who play tennis with their shirts off, right? Everywhere you go. You never see anyone with their shirts off. Could be the hottest fucking day of the year in the summer. People play tennis with their shirts on. It's like a code. It's like, if you play tennis, you don't take your shirt off. It's like an oath that tennis players take. It's like, if you take your shirt off, you're showing your weakness. You're sweaty and hot. You have to pretend like you're not sweaty or something. And it wasn't, or not, you know, tired. You make weird noises. You can go, ugh, or ooh, ooh, every time you hit the ball. But you can't sweat or show your gut, you know? So anyway, it, <laughs> I personally use it to my advantage. I get all sweaty and like let the sun shine on the sweat of my gut and like try to blind my opponent. It was fun. Anyway, as we're uh, playing tennis, I got my shirt off and these kids, probably grade six or seven or eight, I couldn't tell. You can't tell the kids these days. Either way, they come walking by and they're like, ah, they're like, look at that. They're like, the one kid's like, oh my God. And they're like, that guy is so fat. And I'm like, and I'm like, are you talking about me or my brother, right? Because and they're looking at me, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like normally, you're like, what the hell? You know, normally it'd be funny if it's not about me, but no, it's about me. And they're like, oh my god, that guy's so fat. They're he's so big. And the kid's like, oh my god, his stomach is like disgusting. It's like I don't even know if it's real or not. So you think it's real? So like, yeah, it looks fake. Like someone just like attached like a, a tube and like injected like fat into it. Like they tried to get fat. And they're all laughing. I'm like, and it's rattling. And it's my brother thinks it's about him. He can't tell it's about me because he doesn't have his, uh, he just has his shirt off, but it's uh, tied around his waist. And my gut is definitely more bulbous in this situation. And they're like d- looking at me. So it was all about me. But he thinks it's about him. So he's getting rattled by the play uh, it, as he's playing. He's like, you know, it's like these, if you ever want to screw someone's uh, sport game up, just hire a bunch of kids to stand there and make fun of them. Hits the, hits you in the core a lot more when it's kids. Because these kids are going to finally, this one kid that says, uh, I remember this, he's just like, oh man, that guy's so fat. If we were ever like stuck on a planet and it was like too cold, you could like cut him open and like live inside of him. Like it was like just Empire Strikes Back and kid, all the kids started laughing. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, hey kid, I'm like what the hell's your problem? And they're like, what's our problem? What's your problem? I'm like, what? And I'm like, this is crazy. Because when I was growing up, if someone older ever turned to you aggressively and said like, hey kids, you'd be like, oh, what? And you'd run away, right? You don't want to deal with that shit. These kids not scared at all. Like their dads must have been lawyers or something. Like if anyone ever messes with you, we're gonna sue them. So they, they're not scared. They're like, yeah, what? what what's going on? And I'm like, why, why are you sitting here? You're messing up with the game. Can you stop singing. They're like, 
well, why are you here with no shirt on? I'm like, it's not a crime to have no shirt on. They're like, yeah, you're just a fat guy with no shirt on. I'm like, okay. They're like, fat guy with no shirt on. The kids start singing that. Fat guy with no shirt on. Fat guy with no shirt on. Fat guy with no shirt on. Fat, fat, fat. Pretty catchy song, actually. They didn't, they didn't do it like that. If they broke into a barbershop quartet, that would have been pretty impressive. Like, fat guy with no shirt. He's a fat, 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 fat. Fat guy, fat, fatty, fat, fat. He's a fat guy with no shirt on. That would have been pretty impressive. But no, they start ripping on me. So I'm like, that's fucking it, kids. And I go to run out the gates. I'm like, like, what grade are you kids in? You know, like, I was trying to find out, like, what grade they were in. To, like, legitimize whether I should could beat them. And anyway, bro, was like, James, calm down. Like, calm down. Right? And they all ran off. But, like, yeah. So, I think that's where that joke ends. I'm not even sure. Those kids pissed me off. I remember that. I was fucking furious. I was ready to tear heads. Just take them all on. I was like, ah, they might non chew chew at me and finally tear me down a notch. But I could at least take three or four of them out before the swarm. There was only maybe eight or nine of them. I could probably take them all out in reality. Two girls, seven guys, if I remember correctly. Anyway, I had to respect the kids' burn, though, because Star like the Star Wars Hoth, you know, cutting open a Wampa or no, a Tauntaun to sleep inside of it. It's a good reference. And the kid's pretty young. I'm like, whoever's parents are, they're making them watch good movies. I can't argue with that burn. Good on you, kid, if you're listening. Maybe he's one of my listeners. Kid from Exhibition Park from years ago who made fun of me and my brother playing tennis. If you you know this guy, (laughs) maybe we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll figure something out. Anyway, let's see what other jokes we got here. Do, 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 the comedy podcast, the comedy boomcast, the comedy will. <laughs> I bet back in the day, parents beat their kids later into life. You know? It's like a 90 year old uh, spanking his 70 year old son on his bare ass. You know? 70-year-old son goes, takes it on his 50-year-old son. 50-year-old takes it on the 30-year-old. Just goes down, right? It's the only way to learn. It would be crazy if you were, like, your mom. Somehow, if say you're, like, 15, 16, 17, your mom somehow remarries. You end up having, like, a, a 16-year-old dad. <laughs> like, she marries some, like, one of your friends. So you're younger than you. You has to spank it. That'd be fucking shitty. Your own buddy. Get over here, James. I gotta punish you. Steve, what the fuck, man? Like, I thought we were hanging out. Not Steve inside this house. I'm your dad now. (laughs) Oh, man. Doom, chicka, doom, chicka, doom. It's the comedy what cast? The comedy boom cast? The comedy. This sucks. Yeah, I'm not feeling it today, guys. Um, When someone touches you without asking, it's called a bad touch. You know, as well, the only reason you're here today was because of how brutal, ruthless, and crazy our ancestors were, right? Like, only the most rapiest, brutalist survived back in the day, like caveman times. Like, the nice gentleman, the caveman who was picking flowers. Like, oh, I'm going to pick some flowers for my dear, lovely woman. He probably got mauled by a fucking cougar or some shit. Like, like some of them survived, right? Because we're pretty, we're chivalrous in the Hammond family. A rather chivalrous bunch. You know, we hold doors. We write poems, you know? That's the problem here. I'm going to tell you this. You write a poem for a lady. 
you know? A love poem, so to speak. You see a girl, she looks at you, you look at her, you're like, oh, man, I can go through that one. Damn, you're hot. Yeah, okay. You know, it's hard to come to words to say what, to say what you want to feel. You know, say what you're feeling. So then you go home, you write a poem. And you sent it to this lady. You know, she reads it. She laughs. She goes, oh, my God, this guy's such a fucking loser. I can't believe he sent me a poem. Like, what the hell's his problem? Like, he likes me. Like, this guy likes me. And I'm a crazy loser. And this guy likes me. So he must be an even bigger loser. And who sends a poem? Right? Like, dudes who send poems get written off as being needy. You're needy if you send a poem. Are you fucking kidding me? That's artistic, man. That's romantic, chivalrous, gentlemanry. You know? Oh, you don't treat me like shit. You sent me a poem. Like, oh, my God, this guy's, something's wrong with him. It's like, why? Because I fucking, I'm artistic. I can use my words. I say stuff like thou and like, oh, you're so beautiful. Your eyes are like the sun setting. You know, some stupid shit like that. You're saying that I'm, that's needy? No, that's called me trying. It's called something, it's called putting some effort in, right? Needy. Needy's ridiculous. It's just like when a chick fucking bangs a dude and doesn't really want to bang him anymore. That's what they come, they came up with needy. They're like, ah, we got to find a way to like let a guy down, but like make it seem like it's their fault and not our fault. Like we don't just want to be with them. Because, like, instead of just being like, I don't like you anymore, I don't want to be with you, a chick will be like, you're just too needy. It's it's something that, you know, the guys will be like, it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me. I've said to a couple girls, yeah, it's not working, it's not, it's, but it's just, it's what I'm going through. I'm going through some shit. And I'll be like, ah, you're too needy, or you're too fucked up, or you drink too much, or you masturbate in the library way too often, you know, or you, what's wrong with you? Why do you try, why do you stick cigarette butts in your urethra and, Dress your your testicles up and clown eyes and put on puppet shows to senior home. That's a little strange. Why do you, you? No, I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about, right? You're too much like that, right? You're too needy. No, but it's strange. People just say it's like needy, you know. But there is needy people. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's like because if a girl bangs you right off the bat, right, you're just like, yeah, sweet, like, finally, like, I can get constant sex, and, like, the guys, that, and girls will be like, oh, my God, this guy loves me, it's like, no, he likes your vagina, he really liked having sex with you, I'm sorry to say, I mean, and then guys, you know, people grow up, and they learn to like each other for who we really are, and whatnot, but, uh, you end up off the bat, you're just attracted to the sex, and the kind of idea of sex, and all that kind of stuff, so it's like, it's like, yeah, he's needy for pussy, and you're the one who gave it to him, so, you know, that's, uh, that's on you, Right, <laughs> right now this guy's just like in love with you, obviously, because you gave him fucking some sweet, sweet vagina or vagine to say it nicely, you know. And then, uh, and now you're like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? Why does he like me? Oh, I can't believe it. I just had sex with him. And now he like he likes me. It was so weird. He should just throw me to the curb and forget I ever existed, like every other guy. Now that's what a real gentleman would do. <laughs> I don't know. Some Freudian shit there, right? Eh? I don't know. I know nothing about females. I've lucked out in life. You know, I've been an entertaining kind of guy. I'm, I, I make jokes. I laugh. I joke around. I'm just pretty charismatic. I take rejection well. Fair, you gotta, I think that's really just what determines how well you're going to do with ladies in your life. Is how well you can deal with rejection. Right? I was taking the bus everywhere. Every bus I'd be getting rejected. Or accepted in some regard. You know, eventually you take the bus enough. It's going to work out for you. It's my uh, love life advice to some people. Um, anyway. What happened to the natives? Well, we sent them to the most remote, remote parts of the country to live in reservations. Yeah, weren't they cold? I don't know. We sent them blank. I don't know. Is this a joke? Oh, yeah. I was talking about Christopher Columbus. That's too old. Fuck Christopher. I'm going to do a whole episode on Christopher Columbus. 
Next week. I can't do that. I can't do that right now. Um, let's get some other jokes. Whenever I vacuum, I feel like I'm the black hole of the spider and fruit fly universe. Right? Like, I've ruined a lot of fruit fly and spider families, you know? Like, I'm the cause of death in the obituaries. Like, uh, Mr. Fly, George St. Fly... A UFC fighter died today in a horrific vacuum accident brought upon by James Hammond, the wreaker of havoc, uh, the creator of black holes in our spider universe. You know, there's, it's really just unfair because, you know, you're sitting around, they're biting shit, they're doing stuff, and all of a sudden, boom, you're sucked into a black hole, right? Fucking vacuum. A vacuum to a fruit fly is a black hole, right? That's what I imagine a real black hole is like, it's just being inside a vacuum. So if you ever want to know what a black hole looks like, just go look inside your vacuum cleaner. Just a bunch of dust, dirt, random shit. It's got sucked up, right? Cleaned. That's what it's like. I see Matthew McConaughey in there looking around. You're going to figure it all out. You know, from like interstellar. It's an interstellar joke, I think. I don't know. But yeah, the inside of a black hole is like the inside of a vacuum. Except you're going to find a lot less pubic hair on the inside of a black hole than on the inside of my vacuum, right? predominantly a lot of pubic hair in there for some reason i don't even shave my pubes rarely ever you know and um you'll find pubes around am i shedding pubes is someone breaking into my house and just cutting their pubes that'd be a strange criminal news flash news flash yes hello i'm johnson saint newsman here today to tell you the news in a strange uh in a strange brash run of crimes there's been a a man who's been breaking into houses, chopping off his pubes, and leaving them there just in random spots. Uh, he's struck several different towns in the area, uh, but he's now calling him the pube bandit, and he's, he's just running a buck. He's running a muck in the city. Just tripping pubes everywhere. You know, that'd be a news story. I'd love to see. CP24, get on it. Right? How can we never hear a, a news story like that? Pube bandit. It could happen. It is happening right now. I guarantee you there's a pube bandit. But they're not going to talk about it because it's not COVID. Right? Swear to God, you could choke on a ball of pubic hair and they'd be like, oh, all those pubes had COVID on it, so technically you died of uh, COVID-19. Those, I don't know, whatever. Fucking planes flying overhead. What's going on, man? It's the government spying on me, bro. The satellites, man. It's funny. A lot of people know that the government is spying. The government uses satellites to spy on people. Thing is, they probably don't want to spy on you, right? Us, right? They want to hear me fucking say a stupid podcast. They can watch me eat a chocolate bar, drink some coffee. I'm sure the government's got something better to do. Maybe they don't, you know? But it's more like ego. It's like the ego thinking that they're spying on us. You know, I used to think I was spied on all the time. I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably spying on me. And it's just like, why would they want to watch me masturbate that much, right? You know? They've seen it all before. That's the thing. If you ever want... Hey, that's a perfect thing to do. If you're ever getting spied on or you think you're getting spied on, just start jerking off. Furiously, right? Because no one's going to want to watch that eventually. Especially if you get, like, you know, make weird noises, grunt a lot, move your eyebrows, make a lot of facial expressions. <laughs> make weird noises or something. It's going to throw off the, you know, whoever's spying on you. Probably the Chinese person working for the Communist Party of China. 90 million members of that party. Think about that. There's 90 million members of the Chinese government. 
That means if they really wanted to pull some crazy-ass surveillance scam on fucking Canada or any country, like, smaller than us, it'd be super easy. You know? 90 million people? That's a shit. As soon as I said that, my computer started going... Now, it could just be coincidence. Probably just coincidence, but of course in my head, I'm like, God damn it, the Chinese are spying on me. And my left arm started going numb. Is that the fact that I've been eating butter cookies all week? Just cookies with butter and sugar and egg? It's a delicious recipe. You gotta try it out sometime. A bit of flour, too. Some vanilla spice things up. Or is it the Chinese hitting me with some weird technology? The Chinese government, not the people. It's funny. Yeah, it's not. You can't hold the people responsible for the government. I don't think the Chinese, unless you vote them in. Like in democracies, you can hold the people responsible for the government. You're like, you idiot, why'd you vote for that person? In China, you can't though, right? Because they never had a chance to vote them in. It was like, hey, we don't like you. It's like, okay, here's a tank. You know, try that on for size. But no, no, I just wanted to say I didn't like your the way you're running the government. Oh, I know, no, I know. Here's the tank. Here's the tank. Honestly, it's fucked up. Now, it's one of those things. Getting to another joke? Let's see how much time we've done. I can't even tell. Wow, it's almost been half an hour. That's been a fun time. A good show. It's been fun for me, eh? Alright, one more jokey. Okay, kids need to know the truth. Uh, when someone... Uh, okay, where are we going? Wow, these pages are really stuck together. Why are... Uh, da, da, just because... So, yes. I saw... An ad that said, if you're going to have sex with somebody, you need to ask them three times. Consent is now a three-part question. You ask them once before intercourse, once during, and once afterwards, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the first it's the first two I get, right? I mean, I understand. I've never personally been like, hey, do you want to have sex with me? How's it going? I think, like, maybe, like, hey, you want to fuck or something like that? I've dropped out, like, once or twice. You know, want to fuck. Actually, not a couple times. But, you know, they just that, hey, do you want to have sex? Well, you know, you got to work to that, you know? But um, generally, my approach would be, like, you try to kiss someone, and if their head moves back and that repulsed, like, don't kiss me thing, you're like, cool, cool. Like, I'm not even, I'm not in the remote the remote mood to try to kiss you anymore because you're disgusted by me. I can, I, I can, I'm pretty good at picking up when people are disgusted by me. Maybe it's a, a Hammond thing. It's like one of our our qualities is that we're, we can tell. Like I can, We can't tell when girls are attracted to us, but we can tell when they're repulsed, right? It's very easy for uh, for me to do that. I think it's been passed down. And, uh, but yeah, you know, um, but consent. So once before, once in the middle, and once here's the thing: a girl could could be like, "Hey, yeah, you know, you'd be like, hey, you want to hook up?" She's like, "All right, let's go." You know, hook up. Um, during the hair, you like this? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Afterwards, you're like, "How'd you like that?" It's like, you know what? The first two times you asked me, I was really on board, but then like after the sex, definitely not what I wanted or what I signed up for. I did not consent to that bullshit. You're fucked, right? Like, it's just if if the person doesn't like the sex that you've had with them. Uh, then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if, if the person doesn't like the sex you've had upon them, the sex you've had up upon uh, in them, then they're, 
you know, you could be into some legal troubles. That's all I'm saying, right? Just documents. You'll have a lawyer there sitting down. All right, before you proceed with the intercourse, we're going to get you to sign some documents. Make sure everyone's okay with whatever's happening, you know. It'll be an old-timey lawyer, of course, from the South. They're the best at getting documents together. But, um, yeah, consent. I mean, obviously, consent is a very important thing. I'm not trying to say it's not. It's insane. It's a, It's needed. But you don't need to say it, you know. It's almost like you're trying to talk yourself out of the sex at that point. Hey, you want to have sex? Like, all right. It's like, you sure? It's like, yeah. Yeah, all right. It's like, are you sure you want to? I was like, why are you asking me three times? Do you have, like, an SCD? It's like, if someone asked me... When a girl has questioned me, if we're, we've been hooking up, and she's like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm always like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, like, you sure you want to do this? And you're like, why are you asking me again and again? It's like you're trying to talk me out of it, right? Like, you're, you know? Like, there's something I should be weary of. Which is why you always got to go to the clinic afterwards if you have strange, unprotected sex. That's a tip to you from the comedy podcast. Go to the clinic if you have strange, unprotected sex. Because your dick could get bumpy, and then you wouldn't be that happy. And then you would be dripping like a tree does sappy. That's it, folks. It's been the Comedy Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm James Hammond. You got anything you want to say? Anything that stood out as being hysterical or something you thought you'd like to see on stage? Let me know. James Hammond Comedy at Hotmail.com or Gmail.com. We got them both. I am doing a show live at Vapor Central December 5th. It's going to be great. If you like comedy and you like jokes, uh, come see it live in Toronto. Smoke a bit of weed or vape. I think you can just vape now there. Either way, indulge in some kind of cannabinoid prodiques. All right, um, yeah. Enjoy. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for listening.